Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Okay, so it's July, and I have two exciting announcements to make. First of all, hopefully you have heard already, but if you have not, I just released my brand new Married to Addiction Digital Studies. I am super excited about these because they are the only Bible-based studies that are designed specifically for the wife of an alcoholic. So what are they? They are downloadable, printable studies that are Bible-based, and they're designed to help you conquer some of your biggest challenges as the Christian wife of an alcoholic. So there are three that are currently available. The first one is how to activate trust, more trust in God. It is basically a roadmap to letting go and letting God. Now, how many of us have a problem with this concept when our husband is addicted? Pretty much all of us. It can be difficult. The second one is how to deepen your relationship with God, because another thing that we really have an issue with a lot of the time is faltering faith, because we're wondering, like, where even is God right now? Why is this happening to me? And it can definitely affect our relationship with him. And then the last one is activating self-worth. So this one is a roadmap to ditching self-doubt and fully embracing who God says you are. So our self-esteem can really take a hit when we're married to an alcoholic. Um, We can start to feel unworthy, unloved. So this digital study is specifically for you if you are feeling those feelings. You can also buy the bundle, which is all three of them together, and you can save money if you do it that way. So that is my first exciting announcement. My other exciting announcement is if you join the Secret Sister Circle this month, you get the planner. So what that is, is basically a way for you to hit the ground running when you go into the group. It's got all kinds of trackers and calendars and all kinds of awesome stuff to keep you really organized so that it doesn't feel overwhelming to you. But bonuses, you not only get the planner if you join in July, but these three studies are actually part of the Secret Sister Circle. So those are all included if you join the membership as well. They're part of the curriculum over there. So if you want either one of these, all you have to do, of course, is to go to marriedtoaddiction.com. You will click on the Get Help dropdown, and there you will see the um, option to choose either the Secret Sisters membership or the digital studies. If you have any questions, as as always, please email me at julie at marytoaddiction.com. I'm always happy to help. Hello, and welcome to episode 50 of the Married to Addiction podcast. It's episode 50. Thank you. Thank you so much. I felt like we needed some applause right there. <laughs> Just being silly, of course. But yes, episode 50. I can't believe it. I was actually listening to a couple of my earlier episodes a couple days ago, and I was really excited to get to episode 10. So 50 is an even bigger deal. I couldn't be doing this without you. So as always, thank you so, so much for tuning in and listening. Today, I wanted to talk about how to set expectations for yourself as a Christian wife of an alcoholic. 
So we talk a lot on this podcast about how to find peace, how to find joy, you know, how to still be able to find some happiness in spite of what your husband's doing, in spite of the fact that your husband is an alcoholic. But I want to talk about what that looks like in real life for a couple of reasons. First of all, because I know I have a lot of listeners who are Christian women and have been for quite some time. Um, so we can have a little bit of a, a problem with this um, in one regard. And then I know that I also have some listeners who maybe are just starting out on their journey um, with the Lord and you know may, maybe kind of new to a lot of this. So I kind of want to talk about what this, how, how this actually plays out. What does it really look like? So we hear a lot about the joy of the Lord, right? And the joy of the Lord is different from um, just happiness, just things in our life that gives us happiness, right? The joy of the Lord is way deep, deeper rooted. Um, it's not based on circumstances. It's, it's based on our relationship with him. But even if you get to the point where you do know how to tap into that and how to experience that, it may not always be found when you're going through what we're going through because this is some really difficult things that we're, where we are dealing with some really difficult things because of our husband being addicted. So first of all, we need to understand that yes, we are Christian women, but we also need to understand that we're human and we're still going through some trauma. So the likelihood that you're going to go around in hallelujah mode all the time it's not very likely. Now, I certainly wish some of those moments for you, and they can certainly be had in spite of what's going on in your life right now. But just like anyone else, you're going to have good days and bad days. And I think the problem comes when we start um, feeling guilty because of that. You know, if, if we hear concepts like I talk about, like, well, you know, you should still be able to find joy. You should still be able to find peace. Um, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that you're always going to be in that place. Now, the more we learn about how to do those things and the more we tap into those things, the more common it will be that we will, you know, still be able to feel joyful and peaceful in our lives. But it's still not going to be all the time. You know, I've been on this road for several years now. And even though my husband's been sober there for five years, there are still a lot of things that I learned walking with him through his addiction into recovery that I still use in other areas of my life today because it's changed my life in so many ways, like taking thoughts captive, you know, things along those lines. So I, I've been practicing some of these things for a really long time. And while I can look at my life and think, oh my gosh, like the, the burden of the stuff that I used to carry around, even outside of my husband's addiction, just like worry and fear just about anything and everything, it is so much less than it used to be. I mean, it is a dramatic difference but it's not 100% of the time. And that's okay. Because like I said, we're going to have good days and we're going to have bad days while we're going through this. And you're also going to have days when you feel the Lord is near and some days when you don't. And that's just part of it. The important thing is that we need to know that even though we don't feel him, he is still 1000% right by our side. So I guess I just want to really want to get across to you that you are not a bad Christian if you have times of doubt and fear. But here's the thing. It's not staying there that counts, right? It's not, it's not taking those on and holding on to them, staying in a spirit of doubt, staying in a spirit of fear. It's remembering what to do with it at that point. That's what counts. And the biggest thing is it's always going back to him. So when you're finding yourself in a struggle like that or in a place like that, you know, okay, 
I know who will take this burden from me. I know who will help me carry it. I know who can, can give me peace in spite of these circumstances. And you're always going back to him for those things. So you can still feel joyful. You absolutely can. But you won't always. And that doesn't mean that you're faithless. That doesn't mean that you're weak. It just basically means that you're human. And that's okay. I wanted to read something to you that I thought was awesome because this is something that is just so powerful, I think. And the way that this is um, written is just, it really just struck me when I read it. I believe that um, my assistant, Samantha, posted this in the Secret Sister Circle private group that I have as part of my membership. And it says this, the Bible says to rejoice always, but that can feel impossible and even cruel to ask of you when you're suffering. But when you recognize that rejoice is not an emotion, but actually a verb, something we can do no matter what's happening around us, and when you recognize that rejoicing actually helps change your brain and your soul, then you can see that God says that because he knows that rejoicing in him will actually help you through the suffering. So isn't that a cool way to look at it? It's not just this pat well, you should rejoice always. You should rejoice in the Lord always. You know, yeah, your husband's addicted and your life feels like it's falling uh, down around you, but you should rejoice always. You know, it can, like it, like this says, it can sound almost impossible and even cruel if you're going through something that's really heavy. But I love the illustration that it's something that you do to help you with that. It's not like you're just kind of, um, you know, skating over everything that's happening. Like you're understanding that this is part of what will help me through my suffering. And it, will, it can change your brain. It can change your soul. Go back and listen to the episode that I did with Alicia Michelle um, about uh, mindset and our brains and all of, the, all of the things that has to do with that. She's a Christian mindset coach, and she is super great about teaching on some of this stuff. This is also something that we do in the Secret Sister Circle. First thing when you get there, one of the very first lessons you listen to is about how to change your brain, and that is through taking thoughts captive. And it's biblical. It's not just, you know, the world wants to say, well, you think happy thoughts and you have a happy life. Well, it doesn't always necessarily work that way. But when you are using the biblical principles of taking thoughts captive, it's a much more powerful, um, you know, real deep experience that 100% can change your brain, change your soul, change your life, and change your experience of walking through this with your husband too. So how to set expectations for yourself? Understand that, yes, you're a Christian woman, but understand that you're also a human being. Remember that you're going to have good days and bad days, but what you do with it at that point is what counts. If you are having a bad day and you are experiencing that doubt or that worry or you're feeling consumed, take it from there and do what you know to do to make that better. Lay it at the feet of the Lord. Lean on him. Go to him. You're still going through trauma. So expecting to go around all the time in this super happy mood is probably not very realistic, but I just want you to know that you don't have to stay there. And if you do find yourself there, that doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. So I hope that's been helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Quick question for you before I let you go today. Have you been to the Married to Addiction website? 
if you haven't, I would love if you would go pay it a visit. It's just marriedtoaddiction.com. And over there, you can see um, just a lot of different information about my podcast. There is a blog on there. There's some free resources for you. And there's also a few ways that you can actually get some help if you need a little more help and direction and support as you travel this difficult path with your addicted husband. So if you haven't yet, please go visit marriedtoaddiction.com. Thanks so much.